Hey guys, welcome to the podcast without a lightsaber. Today I have with me Ricky, Nate, Maxwell, Vapes, and your host Antoine Vandelay. Today we are going to be talking about the lightsaber choreography competition, which uh, just I guess would we say ended or started today? <laughs> how would you how would you specify yeah, that? Because yes, it both ended and began. Judging, <laughs> judging hasn't when, happened yet, so it hasn't really started. Although when one contest ends, the next the, begins. I guess we're in the middle now because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but yeah. So the the uh, uh, LCC 2015 uh, just uh, began, started. However you want to look at it, everybody submitted their entries. So we wanted to do a retrospective of the past entries and some of our favorites. So we're just going to talk about like what we like about uh, lightsaber duels, fight scenes in general, and just our favorites of the past few years. Ricky, uh, everybody knows you on this podcast, so we don't yeah. even know you anymore. And uh, Nate, who are you? I am Nate Cowie, uh, most famous, I suppose, amongst LCC people for Alex versus Nate, and uh, probably less so for Duel of the Dorks, and the upcoming Ryan versus Nate, one of the first major crossovers. <laughs> <laughs> one of the recent crossovers. Recent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not the first. <laughs> what is, are there other crossovers that I'm not aware of? Well, I would say RVE Technically, is a crossover. Ryan versus Dorkin was a crossover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex versus Nate in the first place was a crossover because Alex and I entered LCC apart from each other originally. Uh, oh, yeah. So. Ryan versus Brandon, too. Duh. Yeah, that was uh, that was actually probably one, probably the biggest one. Right. And then I guess technically loyalty was. Oh, yeah. Duh, duh. Oh, that's a good segue. Max, who are you? I am Maxwell. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I'm probably most known for loyalty. Um, though, interestingly enough, Fight Inside, the first one, has the most views on YouTube, which is interesting. Oh, it's but... had time. <laughs> crime. Yeah. Crime it's against humanity. A- it's been aging rather well. All right, um, and last but not least, Spensley, who who the heck are you? Oh, I'm just an old, long-time Netter who's been following the contest since LCC3. Um, I've submitted a few, but they didn't rank as highly as one would hope. Um, more of a mascot at this point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they never rank as high as you want. I know. <laughs> Though yours, Shut up. yours wh- whichever um, entry you did where you were in the sand, I don't remember what it was called. That was uh, Drift in LCC5. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the coolest thumbnails in that contest. Yes. <laughs> well, I got the screenshot right, so we're getting somewhere. It has some sweet establishing shots. I, somebody did an edit that year. Was it you, Vapes, that actually did that edit? No, that was what like inspired me to start doing edits. Uh-huh. Was that edit? Yeah, I just I remember I remember I think they cut from like a shot from like the dolly from AVN one to like a cut of one of you guys coming over this over the hill. I was I just thought it was awesome. Very cool. So the way we're yeah, gonna do this is we're gonna start from our fifth pick all the way up to our number one. So sometimes our things might overlap or they might not, but that's where the conversation will get interesting. So I guess just to start off, just so I can get everybody revved up, I'll go with my uh, number fifth uh, choice, and that would be uh, the glove, uh, which I felt was like a sleeper hit in uh, LCC uh, 9, uh, which is like kind of like not the greatest competition in itself, but that one definitely was a highlight of that one. And I felt... That one had such very um, precise choreography. Like, it was very minimal, but all those strikes meant something. And um, 
it was different. It was a different style. Like usually we see like the very broad strokes and the very broad cleaves and, and slashes and things like that and the turning around. But that one was very much a more fencing style. It felt like a lightsaber fight because if you think about it, a lightsaber can cut you in a second. Like you can mm-hmm. the, the very like you don't have to put any effort into a lightsaber swing. Um, and that fight really played that fact up. Um, but yeah, that would be my number five. Uh, how about you guys? Uh, what, who do we start with? Anybody? <laughs> this is where this is, you just pile on in. I don't have as organized a list, but I if just spitballing, I'd have to say um, there's this gem in LCC three the first year I watched called May versus Adidas Jacket. Oh yeah, I remember that one in the gym. Yeah, yeah for, one it, for one, it was like it was really cool because it made good use of the Matrix music, which was very popular at the time. Yeah. Um, yes. well, I think that was Chateau. But it was it was just like two guys in a wide open space just kind of going at it with this really good like level of intensity. And then they did the thing that everyone freaked out about is they like have this big clash and the lights in the building go out and they're just fighting in the dark with like Hasbro sabers, which as you all may remember, don't glow as well as our current Ultra sabers. <laughs> so you can like barely see glimpses of light on their faces because they don't even color correct yet i don't think any of us were doing that so well, it was it's ref- like reflections on the floor i think they had reflections yeah. in the floor too coming from those which was just like Ooh. yeah so everyone was sort of like oh my god lighting what do we do now so <laughs> i think that was it, it was a good like one that really it, it experimented and it was still like a solid fight as well yeah, that's definitely yeah. in my top ten for sure. And actually, kind of in the 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 complete opposite, I actually liked it because of its broad uh, choreography. I was gonna say, speaking of Hasbro sabers, my number five was Art of the Saber from oh, LCC One. That's on my list too. Sure. Um, and it's just like it's one of those. It's just a classic, you know. Of obviously, it's literally a classic because it's you know LCC One. But it, it's one that like every time I watch it, it just gives me that like itch to just go out and shoot something it doesn't matter what and it kind of makes me in a way it makes me miss the days of just going out back into the backyard and just filming stuff just for the fun of it and now like every time we go out to do something it becomes this production and we have crews and we have it's getting to the point where we have craft services now and it's just like it's so much work yeah i just (laughs) there's so much pressure too because like we people we've set a bar for ourselves and it's like there's pressure and i don't know but it's art of the saber just is just this nostalgic awesomeness and the choreography is amazing there's some awesome stuff in there with like the spinning the saber around the uh, when he's rocking the dual saber like spinning it around at the other guy and um and it also it's just like it's weird it almost sets a cliche like it's it's as cliche as you can get it's double-bladed duel in the forest i mean all they're missing is duel of the fates but i love it Speaking of music, actually, there's there's a very good tidbit about that. Like the original uh, entry, I actually never had watched the original what they submitted to the competition until much later because I always saw heard it with the um, the uh, the Gladiator music soundtrack, which is what we all know it as now. But before was that they... from Black Hawk Down. Oh no, yeah. it was Black Hawk. I'm sorry. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was totally Black Hawk Down. Yeah. I think Gladiator was their credits music. Um, yeah. And yeah, like watching back on the original one, I think it was more poppy. I can't remember. It was like rock or something like that. And it totally <laughs> shifts the entire vibe of that duel. Really? And I didn't realize like, wow, like th- maybe that's why I didn't win because I actually really like it a lot. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen that version. And is it's I guess on the with, archives, I believe. Same with uh, Ryan versus Dorkman. Like I never actually saw the 
LCC version of that. I've only seen the finished one. Oh, I actually have seen it for RVD. I'm looking at the um, archive now, and yeah, it's on there, so we're going to have to watch that. Yep. So, my my number five was Art of the Saber as well. Um, nice. I didn't actually see that one until a little bit later on in the contest. Because uh, I actually, uh, first the first entry I ever watched, other than RVD, but that was before I knew about the LCC, was uh, Hidden Menace. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that was our year, Ricky, I believe, right? Uh, yeah. What was it called? Hidden Menace. Yeah, they came in third. Yeah, Just I used the... Describe uh, it? I don't remember that one. Transformers it was the one music. underneath the freeway. Uh, one of the guy with like the mask, a, the white yeah. mask. And they had Transformers music, and that was before I had seen Transformers, so I thought the music was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it had one of the coolest saber ignitions ever, uh, that slow motion one over kind of pulsated out. Yeah, it was like a fire that was coming out. Yeah. Oh, okay, that one, yeah. That one kind of just... That was spazzy saber before episode seven. <laughs> Long before. But yeah, yeah. So uh, Art of the Saber was my number five. I just... It, their their fighting is st- still holds up. I mean, the filmmaking doesn't, and the effects don't, but the fighting still does. Um, and uh, the, the tone of that one was... I love that kind of sad, kind of melodramatic tone in lightsaber fights. Really? Um, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> <I> guess. <laughs> um, and and also I think part of one reason why I think a lot of people like that one is that like the people who made it kind of disappeared and no one knows where they went kind of you know they're, they're no longer doing any of this kind of stuff that and so it, it just kind of like they faded into obscurity and so it's just this thing <laughs> I found the Ho Brothers once on MySpace when that existed, and uh, oh. that fa- that faded into nothingness too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know what happened to them since. Like I remember, I had one of them added, and I never really talked to him. I just knew that, like, I was aware I, I was, of him. I was joking with Ricky the other night, saying that they the Ho Brothers actually like that that wasn't acting. That was all real, and they actually just you know <laughs> they went back off into the mountains. <laughs> 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 who wait? So who hasn't said their fifth yet? Me. Ricky, Ricky. speak of the devil. My number five, I I didn't admittedly give it as much thought because I usually have my top five off the top of my head. But uh, hey, um, <laughs> if I had to pick a number six, it'd be the tunnel. But my number five is the clash. Um, uh, oh yeah, I think it was LCC five four. four? I believe I it, was it was four. It was four. Yeah, the, when you when you go back and watch it. The fight itself is like thirty seconds long, but like just every every single move in there has like I think what is the most important thing that a lot of lightsaber duels miss out even today is intent. There's intent behind each one. Like each one is is you know maybe not perfectly performed, but they are they are to kill. You know they are they're to kill shots at each other, and it's just. It's there's no real break in the fight. They just keep going at it for a solid thirty seconds, and you know none of it is up, up, down, down. There's a lot of parrying and you know back and forth. And I just it's it's the one duel. Whenever I I think you know right before I plan like another duel, I go back and I watch that one first because it it does it it gets its point across very well very quickly. You know, 
That one just fell off my list. Like it used to be uh, up higher <laughs> until you know the more recent uh, things have come out. But yeah, that definitely was one of my go-to uh, duels for sure, mm-hmm. and very undervalued. I, I felt. Yeah. No, I remember that one. He went on to do a couple more entries after mm-hmm. that. Tiger uh, he was Tiger. Yeah, Tiger Hangfist. Yep, that was him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so my number four is going to come from the Whiteley crew, um, and that is not going to be the one I think you guys are probably going to expect it to be. Uh, I, actually, I, will, I will cut you. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> I said, if you it's said rivals, rivals, I will cut you. Oh, yeah, no, it's rivals. It's not ferocity. It's, it's rivals. Uh, <laughs> Anton, we're going to have to do a duel. I'm going to cut you. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely rivals. Like I was looking at all their stuff. I actually prefer um, uh, the tunnel but it did, it doesn't age as well like when you when you watch it again um yeah. but the but the rivals as like i guess that encompasses that team the most i think is is the best uh, of their of their bits and i always enjoyed that teams be- because of their intensity and because of their intent and they're also very creative not the best filmmakers and they'll say it themselves they were still learning at the time um but they always had very very solid choreography and very very solid performances um, within their body language and, um, and and their face, and they're very creative with the force uh, the force powers because a lot of people neglect, I, I think the the force powers within these lightsaber fights, um, and they they always take the chance to to integrate it. So that that was my number four. And yeah. also, um, I just like the, a side note, like props to the LCC crowd for <laughs> keeping the contest on so long that we can say an entry hasn't aged well. <laughs> Indeed. Like, what is this? Year fifteen or so? Yeah, uh, year fourteen technically. Uh, thir- or fourteen. It's technically. I think it's technically well, thirteen. Last year was LCC twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and we stopped 13. numbering them this year. Oh, so. you're right. I'm so sorry. Yeah, confusing yeah. with the years. Yeah. There was yeah, also uh, LCC yeah. two actually originally failed to get off the ground. That's why it's called two point five. Ah, uh, I thought that was because it was the same year. Uh, yeah. No, they actually they tried to get LCC. If I recall correctly, I mean it was, it's been a while now, but I think they they tried to get LCC two going and it failed, and so they attempted attempted again and they called it two point five. Huh. That makes uh, sense because on the archive that's what it says, and it's like where's yeah. the two? <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered uh, that. Just never really sought an answer. I, I will say I, I gotta give a little props to Rivals just for what you mentioned, like the. Um, creative use of force effects and stuff. I have my own little like personal grudge against that particular duel. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> was that a year that you were in? Is that why? That was, yeah, that went up against Duel of the Dorks and that was the one that was let, it was two minutes over the time limit and oh, it was allowed. Oh, right. Or the, or the, no, the uh, rules were changed to allow for 10 minute entries so that that duel could come in and we were already deep in post-production. We had Busted our balls to get ours cut down, and we reshot and recut things, and we yeah, couldn't you have change deleted our scenes from. Yeah, we literally have deleted scenes because we couldn't fit it in there. And then we're like, had we known we were going to have two extra minutes, we could have put that in there. But you know, it would our our production value was to the point where any change in the edit had a ripple effect in like the composer and the sound mix and all the, and it's like, we have different like departments on our duels now. So it's like, if we change the edit, it screws things up for everybody. So it's like, we, we had to lock our edit in like July and, you know, and so I was like, I've been like continually kind of just like pissed off at that duel, but you know, 
Whitely and I. Well, it's it's just like kind of this funny little. Thing. If we ever do a crossover, it'll probably be fighting over that. <laughs> before you before you talk about your your fourth favorite, um, I actually want to talk about Duel of the Dorks. I actually think um that is one of your better fights in terms of it being a self-contained uh, story in and of in and of itself. And I felt like yeah. that was. It, it was more of a story and it had a, a through line. It had an arc um, going throughout it, um, which I think is something that's lacking in the fights that we see because it, it's very important to have a, a arc. Even if you're just fighting, like you need to have some sort of um, character escalation and, and character change. Yeah. I'd say Nate's is like, Duel of the Dorks is one of my favorites. I'm not going to list it here because we're talking about it, but it's like, <laughs> it's just enough story without being too much like that's right. the most you would want to do for stories how much they do yeah we it, actually sets up the characters it says what they're fighting about and then they sort of scuffle and then it has a conclusion yeah when we we actually had the cut of the fight part done and we had to like reshoot our opening because our original you know we had to cut out our laser opening and um we got our cut down to like as tight as we could get it and realized we had 60 seconds to open the film before going over the time limit so that's why like that's why the dialogue at the beginning is written to be like very short word yeah it's like we had to get into it immediately and then and then at that point we could we could only cut like we got that cut down um we could only get that down to like a certain no we had 40 seconds i think to open it we could only get that cut down to 60 seconds so we had to find an additional 20 seconds to cut out of the rest of the film which actually was hugely beneficial because there were sections of choreography we were able to cut out entire bits and like put up two put two shots together that didn't originally go together and actually made the duel flow much better i still think it's too long but <laughs> today but <laughs> it drags a little bit but you know hindsight's 2020 exactly lcc 2015 has it so easy yeah <laughs> there was so many more limitations in the past yeah yeah we, we should maybe put some of back. Back. back yeah exactly we'll find the All middle ground we're, we're still yeah there. yeah we're, we're learning as we go along here <laughs> Cool. So, what is your uh, fourth favorite? Uh, mine is Ryan versus Dorkman. Good old, you know, yet another yeah. class. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I actually put on my note here. What more to say? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everybody knows this one. Uh, I did have an interesting topic that we could bring up. Um, the the whole idea of a you know name versus name title, and mm-hmm. how that was actually like it meant something in the with Ryan versus Dorkman, and it kind of something that everyone has kind of copied since then. But a lot of times it doesn't make much sense because nobody knows who these people are. <laughs> I'm looking at Alex versus Tim right now. I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thanks for submitting, guys. You were great. <laughs> but yeah, that, that has been a thing. And the reason I think the, the rivalry between them is their lightsaber effects, right? Is that how it started off? Yeah. Yeah. Because prior to LCC, there was actually TFN hosted a, a contest for best light, like a lightsaber effects contest. And Ryan and Dorkman had, um, I think, different techniques for doing it or something or or at least different preferences or something i don't know all the details but um they were kind of like rivals on the forum and everyone it knew them familiar, Rival- buddy. <laughs> 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 uh, but everyone knew them as kind of like at each other's throats almost uh, and or something and so then to see them actually fighting on screen was like a huge surprise for everyone in lcc1 you know, I heard they actually like, played it up as a countdown to the LCC. Like, they were, like, really, like, oh, yeah, we're doing this behind the scenes. Let's just be mad at each other on the forums, like, constantly. I, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I heard that. I'm pretty sure. That was, yeah. LCC1 was like a year before I joined TFN, so I missed out on a lot of that. But um, Let's see. Let me pull up my list. Okay, my fourth is uh, Eclipse by the... Oh, yeah. Good job. The same guys who did the glove. Yeah. Uh, I don't That's... remember. What is their group name? I just uh, it's Spiff. Oh, Spiff, <laughs> Spiffy. Yeah, Spiff and Fee. Okay, Spiffy. Or Fi, sorry. And that's actually part of the uh, group of the key pixel gathering of filmmakers that I often work with. That was like a section of that. So it's all like New Yorkers really? and California, or not California, just Canadians. You're crazy Canadians. Have you met those guys? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I haven't met Spiff because he uh, dropped out of the group before I joined up. But um, the other guy in Eclipse, Justin, I've worked with him a couple of times. Have you met Boater? That's pretty cool. Yep. That's nice. how I met him, actually. Was oh, that's cool. I've met Boater. I've fought Boater. <laughs> I, I know. You were there. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I totally thought it was Max talking. I wasn't looking at it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, I thought right, it was you. Max talking, and I switched over to Skype. I'm like, wait, no, it's Vapes talking. That makes more sense now. <laughs> wait, wait, you said, you had, have you met Boater? <laughs> I thought that was kind of weird. That now, weird. Now Max and I have something to fight about. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, there's a connection there? Cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like Eclipse was the first like truly cinematic entry. Like it looked like a full on film. That was one of the first that was shot in HD, if I recall correctly. It was. Really? On yeah. like the Sony FX one or FX five, something like that. It was yeah. on CD, wasn't it? And and the savers in that one are still some of my favorites. I, I I think they're those guys do like some of my favorite sabers. I really like them in the glove as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one, that entry, it just has this nice compact story. And I mean, it's, it's a little bit funny at parts, but it's also, you know, pretty serious. And, and the, and the fighting, I, I don't know. It's, it's something new, you know, someone trying to kill themselves, but the person trying to stop them, the other person trying to stop them. It's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, it's definitely a break from the just trying to kill each other all the time. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's one of my favorite looking ones, and definitely. also up up here in the northwest, we don't have a super huge amount of peacocks, which is what the the kind of the sound they use to create atmosphere. So I thought there was this cool, you know, weird animal sound. Mm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the time. I know better. Yeah, now. I forgot where they. I think they actually got that off of. I want to say it was just pulled off of a Star Wars game or something. Like, but I'm not sure why they would be using a peacock. So I could just be making this up. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, what is your uh, fourth? Uh, I think Spisley has not shared. No, um, I'm gonna go a little, little indie with this one. I gotta go with Neon Warriors of the Night. <laughs> hey, that's oh, a sleeper right there. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, there is so much action in that one. Like, the fights go on forever. And on top of that, there it's pretty much pitched as, like, you know, in the middle of some ongoing, like, children's Power Ranger-style show, here's this one episode where the Neon Warriors of the Knights are facing the evil pirate guy. And I'm like, who came up with this? It's brilliant. So, it's, which, yeah, yeah, that one just always stuck with me. Which LCC was that? Oh, I want to say it was, like, Four, seven, five, maybe eight, later. 
I just had it. I think it's seven or eight. One of those. Nope, six. Six. FS Films. Yeah, they always were like. I remember they had they made a good point of like how you can make an entry in a day, and they made an entry in a day type thing. They're like, yeah. stop complaining, everybody. Like, who? who <laughs> yeah, I used to think they were Whiteley because he kind of took charge on that. Right. Yeah, and then and then they had that one very random one, which is the Helen Keller one. That's when they just they were just done. <laughs> They're like, we're done with this competition. Let's let's yeah. go out with. They jumped the shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had like yeah they have two that year. And I think they had more than that in another year. Yeah, I, I think the Neon Warriors in the night was also the one where they did uh, the fight in a day. Mm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that was the same one. Yeah, yeah. Same it was contest. fight in a day that Film, was on the Film beach. Filmed in a day entry was, was right under it. Yep. That was interesting. That's them. I had two days to choreograph mine. I was like, well, I somehow wound up with a six-minute fight. It's not very good. It amazes me, that level of talent, how you, because, I mean, I've done, you know, my share of lightsaber videos, and I still see these guys who are like, oh, yeah, we did this yesterday. It's like, how do you, how? I don't get it. <laughs> how do you do? How do you do? Yeah, some people just have it. You don't sleep is what you, is how um, you do it. I mean, yeah, like, we, um, I mean, this has nothing to do with LCC, but when I went out to Ohio to fight with Eric and his uh, crew, we, we did that in like two days, you know, and I think we came out with a pretty good fight, the Kylo Ren fight. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> me mostly, too. Just, mostly, just I want to stare at Ricky's amazing spazzy saber effects. Yeah, he did a freaking amazing job. Developing, I need to pick his brain on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, Ricky, what is your fourth favorite? Uh, I'm good at segues. <laughs> yeah. Can I just like do the unhonorable thing and pick my own? Because Nemesis. <laughs> Well, as long as you're not rating it number one, it's fine. No, no. I don't know. I mean, uh, no, I won't. Uh, uh, I mean, we can I talk about like... this because I actually feel that, um, or at least for me personally, I actually prefer um, Ricky versus Silent Bat. To- <gasps> I would overall agree. I'm going to agree with that just on runtime. <laughs> See, but the choreo in Nemesis. Yeah, the, so we much had more better. intricate choreo, yeah. but yeah, in terms of like um, a short, succinct, you know, compact short, I think I prefer like watching Ricky vs. Silent Bat. Oh, yeah. And I think that has to I, do with like, I think it's a good point in general to like for people to understand about making these is that we made, correct me if I'm wrong, we made RVSB in two weeks. Like we right. choreographed in a week and then he edited it. We shot it like the weekend before the deadline, and then he edited it the night of the deadline or something. And that I think that's why that attributes to it being you know, short and succinct like that. Because Nemesis, we choreographed and rehearsed it for three months straight. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was like we could do the we could do the entire eight minute thing in one shot if we wanted to. We we like Antoine would come you over. Should have done we, that. And we, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, he'd come over and we just we'd go through the entire thing like okay, and then he'd just go. But. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I, I see what you're saying with it being shorter, but like Nemesis, I felt like it was uh, since it wasn't like my first time anymore. I got to go back and I, you know, I had done one and I watched a lot of Whiteley's stuff and mm-hmm. Whiteley's whole thing about, you know, just what he can do with a saber versus saber. You know, like everyone, the gimmick becomes what can I do with a saber versus a double bladed or a saber and a staff or two double sided lightsabers you know his becomes what can i do with the force or what can i do with the environment and i felt like we did that very well you know and i and i i don't know i think a lot of the stuff that we do in it when you go back and watch it like 
Um, I think I forget who it was that told this to me. Like Teague was saying when he watched it, I think it was Teague. It was either Teague or uh, Eddie Doty, um, saying that he he liked how when you watch it, most of the stuff is contained within a single shot. Like it, right? Some, we don't cut away a lot. Yeah, something about just that sells the moves that much further like because it, it it's unbroken it's you know it's it's real it's raw it's like these this isn't something that's you know you, there's not a chance for you to try and like re re grasp what's going on between a cut or something it's just you don't have a chance to stop and neither do the people that you're watching so i don't know and i think that was because we were very eastern um, influenced by our uh yeah. choreography and the way we you know do our filmmaking and things like that yeah, and I also I think, think that the fighting in that one could, um, it's because it's in very intricate and complicated choreography. I think it was to me at least kind of um, limited by the fact that the effects weren't done. So it's it's not as easy to catch what the prop savers are doing versus if you had fully rotated lightsabers. I completely I agree because yeah. with it, because yeah. I think yeah, we have a version that, that would has be very lightsabers. Flashy. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've it's seen quite bits of crazy. I, I worked on that version of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did. everybody here with nemesis for me it's like it ramped up at the hallway but what it really got good was the rooftop when it had this whole like swordsman thing i love stuff like that so just watching him like sort of flail around and be like okay feel the force where is he that's good stuff yeah i feel like you go ahead no and i just that's just like it's a sort of you know just old school imagery like i iconic stuff that you know some entries they like they pick up on it and they sort of do a good shot or two you guys had like a character rooted in that and i was just like oh my god this is great and the fight was you know good enough to support it as well i I feel like people don't give antoine enough credit because antoine was 112 percent blind he could not see like i remember that's just that is just how well we could do those things like we did it at all however many times we did <laughs> yeah like and and we're not just doing like up up down down stuff like we're i'm spinning around him and stuff and i'm fighting him in you know every every direction and angle that he has and he's doing it i just i love his part i just trusted you because you know otherwise i would die just say you trusted in the force <laughs> okay. i was gonna say should we call ricky the force <laughs> ah. oh yeah, yeah yeah you kid um is has everyone said their fourth is that everyone's fourth Yes. All right, cool. So moving on to third. Uh, this one is probably my overall favorite lightsaber thing, period. Uh, num- Why'd not my- you rate it number three? <laughs> the reason is because I was keeping it to the parameters of it being lightsaber choreography specifically. Uh, mm. But this one, I mean... It's going to be very obvious why I like this one because of how much I've delved into it. I've uh, wrote a novelization about it. I made an <gasps> audio book about it. Um, and we have the same number three. What? See, oh, we do? We okay, cool. See, I, I don't believe in the whole choreography part of this contest. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, it's, it's I agree. It's really vague. It's really uh, – it's weird. It's I weird how that works because that. it's so much. But, um, yeah, loyalty is is got to be – it would be first if it weren't for the other two that I have here and the things I like about these other two. But, um, yeah, it, it's the perfect meld of a story um, told through a through a fight and, and a bit of a narrative with with, uh, with dialogue. And it's the character motivations and um, the filmmaking itself. Uh, 
the performances, uh, just just all of that. Uh, it just works so well for me, and and it was such a joy uh, to watch that one. Like it, there's some you know, especially when you're doing judging, if you're doing a year where you're judging, you tread through a lot of you know, not so great entries. And then just to have that was just, it was just such a joy to watch. And then, and, and then Max already knows how much I loved it because of how much I poured into it. <laughs> how much I geeked out on it. But yeah, uh, loyalty is my number three. Yeah, I was Wait, honored I I to lose to, that one. <laughs> I said to Max, I think it was like in his YouTube comment. Oh, I just had it. It was like, um, it's the bare minimum amount of story you need in order to care about who wins. Yeah, right. I completely agree with that comment. Like, that's what totally got me about it, because I'm like, okay, here's this girl, and she's conflicted. And we've seen, like, light side, dark side, who knows how many times by now. Like, we've all done it. And it's, they just, they did it so convincingly with these young actors that I was just, by the end, I was like, oh, my God, why do they have to die? Like, it just, it just got me. So, that is well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting here listening to it. Um, Max, what, what is, what's your top three? What's your top three? Sort of started a trend with it with the um, the saber staff. I've been seeing that a lot since Loyalty right. came out. Oh, no, there was another have... entry that had a uh, lightsaber pike uh, this year, yeah, actually. More than one. There's a few. Well, my, yeah. My brother actually really wanted to do that for Brothers Quarrel, but we ultimately just, he bought a Novus and we're like, screw it, let's just do a classic. <laughs> yeah, the saber staff is my favorite weapon like it's so much fun to use <laughs> i did an entry with um shadow duelist i i think that was lcc seven so it might have been like they were doing the staff and you know they were okay they were like high schoolers they were doing all right with it but i hadn't seen it used so dynamically until max started whipping it out i actually really love the way that it got destroyed in loyalty uh, like what because because it was the same year as avn2 i was like Oh, that's how we should have destroyed our lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> totally missed a chance there. But oh, it's yeah. okay. Your way was cool too. <laughs> Gosh, and then even the performances, like even uh, in uh, this year's LCC, uh, Lizzie does a really good job. I don't know if that's coming just from her or if that's coming from direction from you guys behind the scenes. But like, like it, your dialogue yeah, is I'm, never like cheesy. Like it could easily be cheesy, but it's performed so well. The way we direct, it's not like exactly one person doing the directing. Like all all of us on set have some sort of a say. Um, so because we're so you know we, we just closely knit group, and the guy that was doing the DP work, and then Matt who played Ben and Lizzie all like co-wrote and co-directed it. So it was very very much a collaborative effort on that one. That's awesome. I was actually just I was gonna say I was like I'm trying to figure out like through like year to year watching you guys' entries and looking at the credits trying to figure out what the dynamic is between this group like who like what is the secret sauce here (laughs) 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 and that's that's really awesome to know that it's like over it's overall it's like you guys as a whole is what results in these amazing entries and oh yeah and that's that's what we try to do with our films (laughs) that's what we try to do with our films it's it's not one person making the film it's just all of us as a group which That's is awesome. exactly how films should be. So yeah, but yeah, let's yeah. Uh, Max l- tell us about yours. What what is your uh, three? Uh, number three for me is kind of a co, like uh, two <laughs> two entries that kind of decide. Um, first one is Nemesis. I don't know that that one had a really nice story, and I love the the blind fighting on the roof. Just the idea of that is so awesome, and and I really liked. Um, I I actually. Almost like it better 
I don't know about better, but I just really like it without the effects, the saber effects. I don't know. I just like the idea of them more as like a like a, a fencing weapon rather than a lightsaber. Just something about that just seemed really cool. I think that kind of comes through because of like what Antoine said, like where we get our inspiration from is even for Ricky vs. Sonobat, we always go back to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like that is uh, that is yeah. the one. That and after that, it's like that short fight with Brad Pitt in Troy. And then after oh, that, yeah. it's like House of Flying Daggers. It's just a lot of sword play and, you know, more Eastern style stuff and martial artsy stuff. So that stuff plays a lot better on camera, like because, you know, it's it's an actual we're not really trained in it, but it's an actual form that we're uh, trying to duplicate. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've kind of said it to several people, you know, the only like sword fighting form I'm trained in is YouTube foo. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. just watch as many YouTube fi- scenes of fight scenes and just fighting and just put it all together in your head and kind of make something that feels like that. That's how I do it. Kind of. I like that approach. Perfect. <laughs> um, and then so for my second half of uh, number three is uh, The Conflict Within, which was Jedi oh, Pastor's first oh, yes. first mm, entry. The first one, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just yeah. something about that one, which was, you know, just the full-on dark and light side, you know, in their little world. And, and having that, the same character um, fighting with himself. Um, and, and the fighting is really like really fast in that one and they they picked awesome music for it wasn't that, um, i haven't seen it in a while wasn't that like mission impossible music or something? it was mission impossible 2 kind of yeah, mixed in the with the rocks like, yeah i remember and i used that for something in high school too because it was just cool, cool school. yeah and it and they cut it off like the score they cut it off just before the uh <laughs> the Mission Impossible theme kicks in. Yeah, <laughs> recognizable. So they, you know, they 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 had to creatively kind of get it down to the to that. But yeah, that that one, I don't know. I've watched that one so many times. You know that that's really really good, um, performed oh, and choreographed. Uh, yeah, all of the the Jedi Pastor stuff was really great. Yeah, yeah. I I think a yeah, similar that, one, a similar one that I really appreciated, with, and which was almost on my list of top five, was a full measure of devotion, the backwards yeah, one. Yeah. And that's what that's I was going to use as my backup for number three now, because it's yeah, <laughs> just the whole the backwards concept is yeah. ridiculous and amazing. Yeah, I thought about that one too, but I, if you just look at the actual choreography, it isn't as strong as his others. It's more the whole the film as a whole that's fantastic, which is my thing. <laughs> that's and that's my sort of what I'm focusing on today too. <laughs> and my favorite is the one they did in the gym, and they had that weird. It wasn't really a pike. It wasn't really a staff. I can't remember which one oh, that was yeah. called. It was like a it was like it section was... and it like slid up and down. Yeah. Yeah. That one? That's I don't cool. know what you call that. Yeah, I, a, I just remember it was the, the gym. Yeah. And I like that one. That's actually my favorite of the Jedi Pastor. And uh yeah. and actually the one he entered is pretty edited down. If you see the full version, it has like a whole bunch more people in it at the beginning. Oh right, yes, of that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of those people actually we know, Anton, <laughs> we didn't realize. <laughs> this other guy that we know, this uh, martial art uh, screen fighter guy that we, who played Goku. He played Goku, right? Yeah. And uh, that, uh, you guys probably seen the fan film, if you guys watched the Dragon Ball Z fan film. DBZ, Evolution of Hope. Yeah. Or something. So that's cool. We're all interconnected here, so that's pretty dope. Huh. Um, who hasn't gone for their third yet? I don't know. I haven't. Okay. Nate here. <laughs> uh, my number three is The Glove, which we've already... <laughs> mentioned um 
one of the things I really, really loved about it, and this, you know, is apart from choreography, it comes comes into the other aspects of filmmaking, which I tend to emphasize with, especially when you look at my list of top five, uh, the sound mixing and the editing. Oh God, yes. the sound editing in that, it's amazingly done. Like there's bits like when it hits, like when the saber hits at the top, like it smacks the roof or like a light or something up top. It's like this perfect mix of like a saber clash and actual like metal on metal sort of thing like you could tell like he hit something like he actually hit something up there and it sounds like he really hit that and it's just little details like that that i love like i just i'm i don't know i'm a sucker oh <laughs> actually i literally wrote sucker for musicless sequences <laughs> yeah uh anytime you drop the music out or if you just don't do music at all and just go completely sound only and i i love that sort of thing when when it can hold its own and if if you hear Brothers Quarrel without the music, it's actually really impressive. <laughs> John Maxwell is our sound mixer, and he's just like he does awesome stuff. That's like I I kind of wonder like why did we even do a score on this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it really highlights how well a sound mix uh, can hold up if it can be without music. Yeah, you know, and and part of, part of making that work is making the sound kind of uh, getting the rhythm of the of the sound mix to work with the rhythm of the edit as well and not every sequence is going to work without music right um but the glove i think works very well and it, you know it's you know and, and we already covered how you know it's very economical and it's just it's funny too i love the opening too just the guy shows up shoves a, just slaps it. he actually slaps him with a glove and then shoves a lightsaber into, into his hands and it's like i love that opening spiff we want part two Yes, I will. I will yeah. love a uh, glove part two. <laughs> they said they, they <laughs> promised it. It's called the glove part one. Uh, what? It's well, called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the twentieth anniversary. They'll finally come up with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, what is your number three? The glove. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Zing. See, Ricky and I are on the same page. We are on the same page until we get to number two, probably. Um, yeah, no, basically all the reasons we already covered for the glove. Um, the other reason uh, being, and, and I think this is, this is one of them that like, inspired me to think about it for some of the stuff in huh, Nemesis on the rooftop, is the glove feels kind of Empire Strikes Back-ish. You know what I mean? Oh, like, wow, it's it, not, it does. It's not... Battle of the Heroes. It's not episode three fighting like everyone really wants, or you know, episode one when everyone saw Darth Maul and Obi Wan fight. It's a lot more calculated. It's a lot more chess like, like just the way they move and the way they their stance and just I don't know. It 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 really comes off as um, <laughs> like a gentleman's duel, <laughs> which yeah, I guess I agree. Sort of, he just he um he's very he's well versed in like old i want to say samurai style fighting like um he and laszlo one of the key pixel guys they did this short film forget its name but it's basically about two samurai guys at you know the height of their conflict and they literally stand there for like a minute and then it's all of five seconds and three moves and the fight is over and one of them falls and i'm like Guys, yeah, that's that's exactly how those fights went down. Like, it's not this grand epic thing which we all love. It's boom, boom. And I mean, I've read um, some like samurai form books, and it is all basically like deflect this and then strike for the knuckles, block here, block there, strike for the knuckles. It's all about getting the fight to be over as soon as possible, and that's very much what yeah. Spiff is about. Because because you run out of energy after twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we found <laughs> we found that on Brothers Quarrel. Uh, Brothers Quarrel is actually like a lot of improv, 
<laughs> um, and so it was like we would go and go and go, and then like twenty seconds later, okay, we need okay, that takes over. <laughs> yeah, and I mean uh, one of the other things that I really like about, like I mentioned before, about my other ones, is a lot of it happens and is contained in long takes. Like everything happens in, in you know in these elongated takes where it's just there. It's not them like hammering at each other. It's not like this overly aggressive fight they're being very careful about what they're doing and you know they're in this small space but they're making the best of it and they're just moving around each other i mean i, I don't know it, i feel like it's kind of underrated like a lot of people don't oh yeah it is they don't really bring up the glove but when it came out like what what year was it uh, uh, uh yeah something like that yeah that it was uh i don't know it seemed like the nicest, the biggest thing about it for me is its change of pace from other ones. It's not like this. It really doesn't feel like it's set up to be this duel to the death. Like they are going for each other like that, but it's not. I don't know. I know it feels like the characters respect the lightsaber, and not to be yeah. that Star Wars fan guy, but um, if we're gonna talk about forms here, like no one really um, fights with. Uh, form two Makashi in mind, which is like you know the very fencing, calculated uh, fighting form, and they do that like so perfectly. Like if someone wants to say, "Oh, what does form two look like?" I'll be like, "Look at the glove, man! Like that <laughs> that that is what form two is all about. It's hey, not Ricky, about you, like or, blazing sorry, through Antoine? defenses. It's about like cutting through." Yeah, go ahead. You you can talk it, to you, me about forms. You know, you know, all those forms are just retcons, right? Yes, they were made <laughs> up in episode two. <laughs> Well, Anakin I, I, must I get be it. Sudoku or something. Yes, that's Sudoku. Well, well, at, that, <laughs> at that point in time, his his form actually made sense because it wasn't retcon at that point. Because in episode three, when they talked about Jim So, he actually was a Jim So specialist at that point. But uh, that, that digress. I, I love that. <laughs> so basically, Darth... the things they call him doing in episode two is what they said. Well, yeah, that's what he's doing in three. Well, no, uh, in three, that's when the the forms were already established. So anything two or prior is all BS. But yeah, episode three is when the forms were established and they promptly threw them out the window. Yeah. And I'm sure Nick Gillard was, wait, there are these forms. I have to incorporate them into three. <laughs> I, I love that. Darth Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> totally integrating that one into a future entry. <laughs> I do want to point out that, that uh, the glove, you know, somebody mentioned at one point that it was almost underrated, but it did win both the judges and popular vote during LCC 9. So It did, Evidently, but I'm like... As far in as terms, people remembering it, though, yeah. Yeah, like, in terms of what we're talking about now, like, I don't think it would come up in a lot of people's lists, but I think people, I don't know. Maybe, I almost want to say because it's a minute and 30 seconds long. I love that. I don't, like, feel a need like to short. revisit it that often like I do some others. It doesn't have, like, the fan joy burst, yeah. Yeah. but it's still really cool. It doesn't have, like, those cool gimmicks like you have in, like, Ferocity where a guy kicks his buddy's lightsaber into his gut. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? It doesn't have, like, that a big mm. moment like that. But a guy gets kicked in the nuts. <laughs> what more do we need? You know, and he's slapped in the face thought, right after. Yeah. I've always thought it'd be interesting to take like the all the like the top entries from like all the contests at some point, like maybe the twentieth anniversary, and put them up against each other and just do a popular vote to see who wins. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll have a, I, a quarter quell. <laughs> yes, oh. exactly. I'm I'm actually not a huge fan of the glove. <gasps> you you get out right now. Hang up the hang-up button. I think it comes from just I'm not a huge fan of like comedic lightsaber fights. I I feel like 
a lightsaber fight is to the death. And I don't know. I'm I'm just a bigger fan of like serious, <laughs> dramatic fights than a comedic one in general. I'll say no. this the second time tonight. Really? <laughs> a lightsaber yeah, so. fight may be to the death, but a movie is for entertainment. Uh-huh. Oh. What Whoa. a line. Oh, I'm putting that next zing. to film is for uh, pain is temporary, film is forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's but, the point. That's that's why you're allowed to have genre. Like, I don't do funny ones myself either, but there have been some really funny entries. Yeah, no, like, I'll never do funny ones. People just totally go for it and they're great. <laughs> I can't, it's, it's, I can't just like write on, well, it's funny. I take this seriously. Like, it's, no, some of them are funny and they're just, it's another genre of lightsaber fighting. And you can also just, you know, work in funny moments into even a somewhat serious duel. And sure. I think I think for a funny lightsaber fight, um, I don't remember his name, but the guy that looks like Trey. <laughs> you know, you know, um, oh, I can't. The, the old-timey Hibbert. one? That's, yeah, the old-timey well, one. From- he actually did three entries. His name is Jeff Hibbert. And his <laughs> first one had... Well, it's like well choreographed, but it was just funny. It had so many gags in it, and what, but it, it still had gym? good choreography. That's funny because that the one in the gym, yeah, in LCC nine is literally on my screen right now as we're talking about it. <laughs> I love that one. And also, I would uh, argue that uh, Ryan vs. Dorkman two is pretty funny in, in itself. Yeah. But because it, that wasn't it, LCC, it, so that wasn't LCC. Yeah, it, but it also teeters it's between. Whimsical. Yeah, it's whimsical. Yeah, I'll say that it's whimsical. Yeah. Like, they have their moments, like, you know, that moment where they both lose their lightsabers. They're like, well, we could fight, but let's not. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But that's good. That's That's good to break it up. Yeah, it's playing with tropes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, you know, I just realized the moment in Brothers Quarrel, we basically just did that moment. (sighs) Yeah, I know. I saw it. (laughs) There's no originality left. (laughs) You dressed like Dorkman. (laughs) Ah, that's just evolution of my costume. It's just coincidence. All right. (laughs) cosplayed them first. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's move on to our uh, two and one. This one's uh, going a little bit long, so I'm gonna make sure that we're uh, keeping keeping yeah. to a pretty good time. Um, does it, has everyone said their three though? Before I say, we go? see. All right, cool. Yep. Uh, all right, cool. So number two, uh, number two for me is is one that we've already mentioned, so I won't go too too much into it because we'll be retreading. Uh, it's Art of the Saber. Uh, like everyone said before, it's it's super slick. I think they are probably one of the best performers that we've had in, in LCC. You can tell that they've been trained in some sort of martial arts. Um, they're very balanced. Like, their footwork is just, like, I think that's the main thing that me and Ricky take away from that one is that their footwork is just on point, especially uh, the uh, purple guy. Um, and, yeah, 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 it's just a, it had a great feel to it. I like the little monologue in the beginning. And, yeah, it's just been really close to me. It's the first one I ever saw, like, like period. Um, and it, it's what got me into it's what inspired me to fighting it of uh, getting into these fights more so even than uh, Ryan versus Dorkman, which is what most people got into it for. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to get too much into it because we've, we've talked to, about it to death already. Yeah. <laughs> number two, uh, who's going next? I'll go. Well, my number uh, two, we already, oh, oh go ahead. Orbit. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Uh, I did uh, loyalty, which we also already mentioned. Um, for anything I can add to that. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's just beautifully shot. There's um and like we mentioned, there's just enough story uh to get us invested. And um something I really dug was like the, the choreography is not repetitive at all. Like it's just like they they do like a set of choreography and then it's just boom, okay, we did that. And then we're on to the next set. Um and there's actually there's actually shots that leave me wanting more. 
like there's there's a there's a shot I don't even know how to describe it, but it, it's it's a shot that starts tracking left, and I always every time I watch it, I want that shot to keep going because it's it's a, one of the longer shots. And I'm just like, oh, I just wish that shot kept going, like it, as a wonder or something. Um, I think and, it, I think oh, it actually did, but our performance after it wasn't actually that good. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and see, that's you know, I can I can understand that. Just like, eh, performance isn't good enough. Cut it. <laughs> I believe it was right after the Alar is not my enemy. Oh, so, see, yeah. I know it so well. <laughs> of course you do. Jesus. Um, but yeah, in the in the film overall, I mean, I, I put a note here. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Like, yeah, and that's what I you always want to do. You don't. You wanna... I think Duel the Dorks overstays its welcome. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> you always want to give people a taste, and that's even a good uh, thing for filmmakers in general. You want to give people a mm-hmm. taste of of the excitement. You want to keep them th- thinking of what what could have been that kind of thing. You, at the end, you want to be like, oh no, I want to see more. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm fatigued. Yeah. I don't really. Ugh, you know, like, yeah. Bet- better to I think it's better to leave them wanting more than to have them go. Yep, I'm done with this. Let's get it over with. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, next number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go next. Um, so I'm gonna be that guy and put loyalty at number two. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> um, I, I. I have like this idea of a lightsaber fight of what my mind says a lightsaber fight is. And I feel like that I've been able to get the closest to what I want to try um, without, you know, using the force, which I can't do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't have the money to like build a soundstage and everything, but um, I I don't know. I I won't say much about it because that's weird. Uh, (laughs) So... (laughs) So we can move on. <laughs> All right, next number two. Is it me? Yeah, I've been sort of torn between a few. I think I'm just going to, like, I'm halfway between Duel of the Dorks and Ferocity, both which we've touched on. Oh, um, Ferocity. Just... <laughs> I dig Ferocity. I love the way it's that the so, one... It's just such a good, like, I'll go with Ferocity for now. It's because we've touched on Duel of the Dorks. Um, just, it's such a good, like, two versus one but it's like something is always moving like even when like you know this guy is not near the other two he's still like moving his saber to get back in position for the next strike he's not just waiting for his turn mm-hmm. so it's just it's constant activity and like four blades and three people it's just i see something new like every time yeah and also that fight um it's a, a phrase that we all use in our choreography like all the time now is um, coined by the totally phantom phantom menace video, the Walt stepping in, mm-hmm. uh, you know what the guy that is not fighting in a three way fight, what he's doing, which is usually like doing some kind of spin or something, uh, which <laughs> actually the, the, the fight in duel of the fates or in uh, uh, the phantom menace, that fight has a lot of, but yeah. They really got around that in Ferocity with like good camera work and stuff, uh, and the the actor that isn't actually doing anything kind of leaves the screen. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, I think that that duel is made by Shane personally. I believe his performance is what makes that video what it right. is. Not, I mean, not no slight against Aaron um, or the other guy whose name I'm not recalling. I think Tyler is his name. Um, but I, 
it's really how like because if you look at some of the things that he's doing, he's doing a lot of fainting, especially when he's using his uh, double bladed twirl. Like he's not really using it a lot to really attack, but really to stave them off so that he can do his one v one with this other guy. You know, it's, it's that kind of stuff that's happening. And it's just Shane's just just that's what I mean. It's his ferocity that is what makes that that duel what it is. And no. it, uh, you can go. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, I, I was gonna say, it, along with Antoine was saying, I I don't know. I I couldn't even like. I don't really think about that one so much because it is all Shane. Like Shane really carries it. But when you the the other two like they perform well, but if you just watch them, like it's it's really not the same. Like everything, all the energy, all the 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 great ideas or movement are really coming with Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I don't know the that team as well. His, the dude with the with the beard, with the I think you're referring the, to Aaron. Uh, yeah, the way he dies in that. Um, yeah, their their kills are the best. Yeah, that was, that, that was a, like that was the mo- like that was the moment where I go okay. Imagine if Qui Gon had died that way. Oh, <laughs> oh. Like, How I think insulting. I heard people say that they're like, "What if the TPM duel was like this?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah. we wouldn't have had this without the TPM duel. It's the whole Doctor Who thing. It's whatever." Right, but like, imagine <laughs> if if Qui Gon's death was by Obi Wan's own lightsaber in the middle yeah. of the duel, like that, like it would have just added so much to Obi Wan's character. I think, and it's it's the same sort of thing when Ryan versus Dorkman two came out, and I watched that and went. Anakin versus Obi Wan should have been this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They actually had way more intricate uh, stuff going on in RVD two than uh, than uh, Anakin versus Obi. Uh, let's be honest. The episode three duels were crap. They, <laughs> some, some basically, be- they came down to George wanting to shoot him before lunch and get it o- and <laughs> move on. Like, just fight you that's- guys. <laughs> and that we're actually in the minority in that. Just so everybody knows, like us not liking. But we're right. I know, I know. <laughs> but we're totally like in the minority of that. And I remember that's a huge thing because on our boards we talk about choreography constantly, and yeah. that's one of those duels that just does not stand up if you really look at it. As a I think, I think the I have first, no problem with it. <laughs> There's, they're just fast in episode three. The I think the the first third of it is great, the emotion wise, and then just before they start jumping out onto the lava field is good. Well, then I, they switch into if they go from like modern Star Wars fighting to sort of like old school Arrow Flynn, we have to maneuver through the terrain, which is yeah. I feel like it doesn't hold up as well, though, now. No, it doesn't. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. I've also heard from people who, with, you know, and who worked you know, with, on episode three and stuff, like it, who actually saw some of these fights as they existed before you know, the final cut, that they were way better before the final cut. Oh, yeah, I completely believe that. I don't think it's Nick Gellard's fault at all, especially with... No, it's the way they they ultimately decided to shoot it. Oh, yeah, especially especially with the Sidious and um, Mace fight, which we totally got jeopardized with. I'm not jeopardized. (laughs) Um, uh, We got gypped for. Um, Yeah, they were going to do digital digital face replacement. So many things that he had picked up. And then you actually see Mm -hmm. it in the the um, the behind-the-scenes featurettes. 
Yeah. George is like, no, we, we got to see their faces. We got to, no, we're not going to do that. And it's like, yeah, same thing you were saying before. Let's get done before lunch. It's like, no, yeah. why can't we see something awesome? <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's this is Mace George fucking Windu and Darth thing. fucking Sidious. Yeah, yeah, and also, and the Anakin versus Obi-Wan fight. I mean, Nick Gillard's whole thing there was it was two guys perfectly matched. Like, they just, it's like, like he said, it's like fighting yourself. Like, you just can't get through. And that ended up in the final cut being pretty much the same left down or left, right, up, down sort of thing over and over and over and over and over again, rather than anything truly intricate and interesting looking. But, um, Something I want to say about that, the Obi-Wan versus Anakin fight, it, before I watched the movie, the fight was way more awesome in my head. <laughs> because, it always is. It's like Yoda with a lightsaber. <laughs> before I had watched Star Wars, when I was younger, much younger, I had picked up the Art of Episode 3 book at the library, and I didn't know really anything about Star Wars, and I just looked at it, and the concept art built this fight in my head that <laughs> I I would like to put on screen someday. It, it, it just, I don't know, something about it just got my imagination going into this epic, grand-scale fight that <laughs> the movie doesn't even come close to getting. Yeah, it's definitely very muted. But um, well, we're getting off a ta- we're on a tangent here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what were what were we who who were we number two? About? Yeah, number two. Is it everybody got their number two in? I think so. Yeah. Right? My number two is out of the saber. Oh wait, yeah, no, Ricky didn't get his two. It's out of the saber. Okay, um, moving on. <laughs> all right, saber. All right, cool. All right, number one. Everybody say it together. Three, two, one. Ryan oh, versus Brandon two. two. <laughs> I don't know what everybody said. It's, it's Ryan versus Brandon too. If I said anything else, you were wrong. <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess I'm wrong. Uh oh, um, who said something legitimately besides Ryan versus Brandon too? I heard GTA. Well, I said, this. I said I, yeah. Ryan versus Dorkman, but you know. Oh, I guess that's like, somewhat acceptable. Okay, somewhat. We'll, we'll take turns still. I'll go into it. All right, cool. Um, I'll go, I'll go first. Uh, for me, uh, RVB2, I, we should stop with these acronyms, although whoever's listening to this will know the acronyms. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, right now. It We're is, preaching to the choir here. <laughs> yeah. For the specific lightsaber choreography competition, it is the perfection of what I think everyone tries to achieve uh, in terms of execution, um, uh, effects, um, and they didn't even have effects in their in their first uh, when they're the one that they entered. They had saber sound or not sword before they sounds. got involved, right? Exactly, and um, uh, uh beating, uh, staging, um, like every little thing that everybody tries to do. Like you, you want to get your little gimmicks in there. You want to have your your flurries. Uh, you want to have all those different kind of sabers you want in there. They had everything in there, and they did it so well. Um, you have the gimmick with the lightsaber being cut in slow motion. You have their whole uh the gimbal they had the the matrix turnaround the camera thing with just bashing at each other um you have the double bladed you have the double versus single you have every little bit of lightsaber and you had a little bit of force powers in there as well and it's just like yeah like that is to me the the gold standard of of, of the lcc yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just jump off of yours since mine is the same but yeah um Everything you said, RVB2, whatever you think 
it doesn't have in one area it makes up for it in another it is the most well-rounded duel that there is like everything may not be like 100% perfect but everything like all cylinders are firing every single thing is is exactly as it should be it's it's what should you know i don't know it'll it'll be It'll be a cold day in hell before I have another RVB2. There's no other duel I've gone and watched more than this one. I can't even, I can't even, like, just trying to think of one I've watched more. There's nothing. Like, just the slow-mo bit when he cuts Brandon Saber and when uh, Ryan breaks apart the two and uh, just, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. RVB2 is also my number one. I'm, I'm holding off saying about you know something passing it until i see rvn uh <laughs> but but yeah yeah that, that one just as a lightsaber fight for lcc is like the gold standard just and what i love in a fight is moving through weapons and not staying just with one weapon the whole fight and that's that's what they do in there i mean they're they're going from single to double to uh, staff and and then just that that spinning shot at the at the end it's yeah it's it's amazing don't forget the balloons very important to the ending oh yeah yeah i like that one too that's that was like it's one i wanted to mention earlier but it's like it's not it's it's like the empire to my star wars like it's it's really good yeah. because it's a great follow-up but it's not like the one that got me invested it's just a cool thing that happened after no, no? okay <laughs> you had me and then you lost you're me. wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's not so, see, true i'll segue in that's impossible but no, so mine is Ryan versus Dorfman because that is the duel that eventually led me here to having this conversation with you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I seriously remember where I watched this. It was in college, freshman dorms, and my buddy came over. He's like, have you seen this video? And he pulls it up on uh, this thing called YouTube that I barely touched. And it's... It was just like, oh my god, these guys are wearing t-shirts and they're fighting with lightsabers in like some garage somewhere. And so, so wait, you know, that... How did so you see it on me... YouTube without seeing oh, it on yeah. TFN first? Ah. It's, well, it, I don't know, maybe it wasn't... Whatever, it came, I saw no, it, it online. Came out, it came out a year after, so it's not impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, this was like 2004. Just oh yeah, that's definitely possible for you on YouTube. Well, that's okay. pre-YouTube. YouTube wasn't that. Oh wait, no, yeah, YouTube yeah. was in two thousand six. Five, six. I think so. Five or six. Oh, okay, well that's okay. He saw it online somewhere. He saw it on TFN. Yeah. I saw it online, if not YouTube. Let's just assume he's a liar. We might <laughs> burn him. Just moving, moving just forward from you. this bit of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it was just like I couldn't believe. Like I've seen, you know. Star Wars kid and stuff like that, but I had <laughs> like I hadn't seen anyone doing it that well, and so like anytime I'm going, like you guys are talking about the duels you watch before you do a fight, I go watch Ryan and Dorkman. Like I used to watch that to color calibrate my monitors because it was like <laughs> I wanted it to look right, which I now learned looks wrong. Yeah, oh, don't do that. 
<laughs> I, I actually remember when where where I was and when I saw Brian vs. Dorkman as well because that was in the days when I was still on dial-up. And so I could only download movie fan films from TFN <laughs> that were, you know, low res. And they didn't have a yeah. low res, quote, low res. Granted, the high res was like 480p. <laughs> and so, but it was like, I couldn't download Brian vs. Dorkman because it was just, it took too long to download. And I remember one of my friends who, like, we were into lightsaber stuff before he moved away. He called me at one point, and he, uh, he had high-speed internet. He said he got to see Brian versus Dork. And I was like, dude, dude, what is it like? And he's, like, describing it to me. And then finally my grandpa got you know, high-speed internet, so I went up to his house and I downloaded Ryan vs. Dorkman and burned it onto a CD and took it home and finally watched it. <laughs> That's like the story of how I saw the Phantom Menace trailer, like, it's the same, like, <laughs> same effort you go through. <laughs> right. Yeah, and just RVB the thing too. about it is, it's like, <laughs> like, it's structured in chapters, that one, because it's like, yeah, which has sort of become my problem, is I, I sort of think in that way now, even though it should be a little bit more fluid as we've seen in newer entries. But they sort of like, they do a set and then they break and do their little close up or their pose and then they get into the next one and then they get into like the floor section and then the part where they only have one saber and it's it's very structured set, beginning, middle, end. And I you know, really there, like that about it. Yeah, but there there's some like importance to that. Uh, with Brothers Coral, we actually attempted initially to do a like just straight through, just fight, 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 fight through three sets of choreography quote choreography <laughs> um all at once and it didn't work like we had to go back and create do pickups to actually break that up because it just that amount of just in like constant fighting and exchanging of blows like doesn't really hold up you 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 need to give the audience a chance to breathe and i think that's why ryan versus dorkman works so well it's because they understood that you need to have those moments of breathing room so it's, it's a good thing. And I, I think it's a good way to approach a duel is to break it up into sets like that. Yeah, yeah there's just other ways of doing it compared to like, and now the close-up section. You know? like right. It's more like this guy steps over here or he moves through this. You know, there's, there's different ways to do it even though it's the same basic principle. Sure, yeah. And I think that's a lot of what me and Ricky actually emulated too when we did our first duel is having sets of course but then also breaking them up with like these close up sections and things like that and I think it's a very yeah. good foundation for someone who might be doing you know like their first outing or something like that is to you know you need that foundation first and then you can kind of complicate it and then you know expand on that later on yeah because I think a lot of people sometimes what happens is they just kind of put in those those shots that aren't as wide and you don't see as much, they put a lot more of those in so that they don't have to do as much. And it, I don't think they realize once you go back and watch it, you can tell. Like, there there are good ways of doing, like, you know, mid-shots and stuff, and there are bad ways of doing it. There's also an importance of a close-up, close-ups, which I think uh, Max does very well. Um, uh, Ryan's team uh, does very well and it's very important. You have to know who's fighting and, and how they're yeah. feeling in that moment and close-ups are, are very, very um, neglected and I think uh, neglected in um, beginner filmmaking in, in general. Uh, it's very, very important and I'm speaking like directly to anybody who's like new to this like it's extremely important to know who's fighting and to get in their face, you know. Uh, you, you can get in pretty tight on someone um just to get the the emotion, especially after you're taking that that time to break, and, and just so you can kind of 
assess like who who's winning who who who's the victor here who who's cocky who who's kind of afraid who's scared who, who's tentative you know like you gotta get into that person's head space to to you know be involved in that fight and and make it more compelling and something that I oh, and Alex uh, I'm not Alex I'm not Alex versus Nate is very good at the close-ups too I think one or two <laughs> no, I mean like as well. Sorry, I just meant like in general as well. As a franchise, <laughs> just like close up, okay. And something that we try to do in our fights, or where I've done a lot, just any of the fight scenes I do, pretty much is I stick to the three act structure for a fight scene. I mean, if you look at look at most of my fights, each one has like especially loyalty, you know, three acts, and. And that that's how we do it. We don't really we don't start with a with a like a core like you were saying, uh, Antoine. Mm-hmm. Um, we we do it just a little different. Um, is like how I choreograph is like everything is based around whatever story I'm trying to do, and so and and I try to follow you know just the three act story structure in a fight scene because fight fighting is basically nonverbal dialogue is how i look at it that's exactly right that's how it yeah. should be uh, handled yeah there's this article that people have been sending me this week on facebook and it's basically um action scenes are still a scene and that's kind of what you guys are talking about yeah. it's like your your fight is you know what what you said it's unspoken dialogue it's 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 telling a story and so to just you know wail on each other and not really think about why you're doing this move like that will ultimately make your fight suffer so you really need to think okay you know every move you do why is this one important for this moment or why am i the aggressor why am i the defender like it's it's, it takes a lot of thinking but you know it's that's what's going to make a fight really work and antoine what you're saying about you know getting close close in on the person's face i i also kind of shoot the fight scenes like a dialogue scene you know, like the o- OTS or you know, the over the shoulder on each person, and and as the scene gets more intense, you go closer in on the person's face. Right. Yeah, and I think um, that's partially why RBB two is in my top because, and not Ryan versus Darkman because you know I can honestly say, you know, as the years went on, like RVD was my number one, but time and experience and technology just gives you know the ones that come after it such a leg up like you know ryan and dorkman and brandon got so much better than they were before so rvb2 is just it's it's everything you know we're talking about right now like all of it ramps up perfectly they don't they don't waste any moments they you know the the entire fight kind of explores their environment and you know, when when there's a break in between the fighting, we get those little character moments. Like we know nothing about them. Like none of this. This feels like a scene out of another movie because of how well they quickly establish their characters through their close-up and stuff. Just not, you know, stuff that's not just the fighting. It's a great way of kind of getting into silent film in a way, and yeah. that's a huge thing that you get in like film school or like film programs that they always want you to make a film where you have absolutely no dialogue. And the best way to do that really is is a fight scene because that's the <laughs> most physically uh, easy thing to do. And yeah, like that. Like every time I watch uh, Ryan versus Dorkman or Ryan versus Brandon, um, whichever the first or second, um, 
it always feels to me like a like a silent film um and and it's a fully structured story and i think that's the main thing that people can take away from that is is to make sure that you're structured in your uh in your fight yeah i think people underestimate like figuring out a beginning a middle and an end <laughs> not just like going through the motions really f- figure out where you're going does anyone else ever like have, if you're shooting outdoors like pull up a satellite image of your duel and just like start drawing out <laughs> go from here to here because that's what i've done lately i don't do it with a satellite image but you know we walk through the location when we get there oh yeah um, like my lccx was interesting because we were shooting in front of the library in my hometown and so we knew we wanted to like start on the steps and work our way down to the main sidewalk and the original finale was supposed to be like in this fountain we were just going to jump in and like you know move in a circle around it and then so we shot up until that point on night one and night two, we get there and the fountain's turned off. So we're like, well, uh-huh. so we can't show the fountain anymore. So we, you know, re-blocked it out just to like, there's like a, you know, a ramp moving up parallel to the sidewalk where we were on. So we're just like, well, instead of circling here, we have to circle there. So it's it's just about blocking. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I don't want to go off a chance. I know Antoine's probably like time, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same thing when we when when we did Nemesis, we didn't have a location, and I think this is also kind of important for people because this happened to me this year. I had a uh, I had a dual plan for um, this year. Actually, I, yeah, I started working on it way way early, like as soon as the other one ended last year. Um, but I could never find a location. But that being said, like for Nemesis, we did it without a location up until. What was it? Two weeks before the deadline is when we yep. <laughs> had a location. And then when I got there, I had the idea, you know, because I like I like this big room, I like this hallway, I like the roof. Let's do it like Mortal Kombat and Injustice. Let's just take the choreo, you know, through each part. So I just kind of <laughs> explore all the environment and use everything that I wanted to. Yeah. And then you can kind of just, you know. If you don't have a location right away, then just don't worry about it. Just get the choreo, then get your location, and then don't just like do your choreo in that location. You should really use your environment to its maximum potential. Mm-hmm. We had to that do can that only on take a-, a few shots here and there. Like if you have a location that has a table, well, slam a guy on the table and then get back yeah. to what you were doing. <laughs> we had to try to keep going off on tangents. We had to change something on Avian too. Uh, we were originally going to shoot in downtown uh, Norfolk here. Um, and then the police shut us down and everything uh, the day of the shoot. So we moved it to the original location of AVN1 because we got down to Lincoln. We had like an hour to find a location. And we're like, none of these parking garages are open except the one that we originally <laughs> shot in. <laughs> Screw it. Let's do what we were always going to do. Shoot it at night. It'll be awesome. It's uh, an homage. Yeah, pretty much. It, we called it AVN 2.0. <laughs> Um, but the the bit where uh, Alex gets shoved into the pole and then he uh, throws he rips the light out of the ceiling and throws it at me. Uh, initially, the original choreography in that, if you watch some of our behind the scenes stuff, was, it was I was gonna push him out into the street, and then a car was gonna come and he was gonna stop the car with the force and then rip off the side view mirror and throw that at me. Um, and, and we were like gonna, rivals. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 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 Never even thought about that, uh, but yeah, and uh, we were gonna—that was gonna be our moment for an Easter egg. We're gonna have, uh, I think, my brother and Tim from Duel of the Dorks in the car. Okay, who didn't sign us their phone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know somebody. But that, 
but that was one of those things where it's like we got we had to suddenly change our location and it was like okay all our choreography set in stone what do we do now and we come up with this new thing and i actually think the ripping the light out of the ceiling is way better and is very empire strikes back yeah so i i really i i like the light way better than the original idea so. All right, cool. So I think that was an extremely awesome discussion. Thank you guys all for coming out and, I, and speaking. I didn't get to my number one. <laughs> oh my god, really? It's true. Yeah, oh wow. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Let's listen to this. My number one is GTA versus Sleeping Bog. Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> Wait. Way time out. Saber. For real? Yeah. Oh wow. This, this is why you come in third. <laughs> 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 I know, I know. I go onto the popular, I go onto the popular vote, and I vote for other people's things. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, this is this is one that like I continually watch, and I I watched it before we shot Brothers Quarrel. Like it was just it's some everything is done right. I think it's like the pacing is perfect, the rhythm is perfect. It's you cut to the right close-ups at the right times, and the 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 use of slow mo is all earned and just and and like called for like you cut to slow-mo when it's needed not just because you can and it's i don't know it's just so great and you you take the effort to put in like inserts of like you know you're going over the railroad tracks and there's an insert of feet going over the railroad tracks it's like that's there's such a great filmmaking eye at work there and you know, it's brilliant visual storytelling and i just everything is just perfect there you know except for the you know lack of uh reflections in the novice hilts but you know no, that's because we didn't have time <laughs> yeah. and he, know, didn't come, he didn't come to me to to get the final <laughs> i was gonna put the reflections in I, i'm I aware of them and i hate them every time i see it i'm like ah orange <laughs> it was it was already the un, un brothers quarrel that was a thing that i told the roto artists i'm like do not miss the reflections in the novices <laughs> yep because they are so reflective oh, or the glasses actually we we got all the glasses too we had a lot of them I noticed in the very beginning, like one of the first shots when you ignite your saber, it's on his glasses. Yeah, I, I like I specific, I wanted to like we had to skimp on certain effects, you know, like painting out people, but like I wanted to make sure we got the little details like that, like glasses reflections and novice reflections, be, with people knowing that we did it in one week. You know, the post production, the visual effects were done in one week. Like knowing that we still managed to get those those details in one week. I just I don't know. See, I, I didn't was very notice that, but I saw the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw the people. You won't see the people later. They'll be gone. <laughs> but yeah, the um, sorry, just the uh, sleeping dogs. That one actually, it was. I had a lot of trouble with that because I was, you know, doing my um, the compilation edit that year, and I was like, stop using shots from this one. You're using too many. I ended up using <laughs> not many at all because every shot was just pretty and went well with the music and. Uh, so you were killing me with that one. And I was like, well, I don't just want to show Antoine's stuff over and over. I need to show other people as well. So I actually ended up using just a few shots so I would behave. <laughs> and that last shot is just the most amazing. Well, yeah, no one I, ever ends their, their fights with fours. That's what we were. Well, actually, okay. To be honest, it's because we ran out of time. There was a whole thing where we were going to be dueling really crazy. And then he was going to chop me in half. And I was still going to be fighting. And then I was going to fall what? Two halves and that kind of thing, like like we were just going so crazy and like, oh my god, someone got cut and he's that dead. would have been hilarious. <laughs> but but we, we ran out of time. He's like, I know we should, we should. And then um, he, we ran out of time. He's like, wait, 
you see that tinker over there? I was like, yeah. He's like, can I just like force throw you into that? I'm like, I'm sure Ricky can do that. And he was like, just yeah, shoot it and hope he does it. And then you ask him, like, much. yeah, I was like, yeah, of course I can do this. And I've, you know, I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that would happen, that you wouldn't actually know how to do it, but you would figure yeah. out how to do it. I was like, I know <laughs> I how to tell. shoot it. I know how to give him the elements to do it. So let's just <laughs> shoot it. And then let's just hope my, the elements I give him is enough. <laughs> that reminds me, Ricky. I got to talk to you about the Hawkeye movie I just shot. Ugh, get out of here. <laughs> we, <laughs> should no. an, you should, we should do an episode just based on like original plans for films that didn't <laughs> go and how we that had to awesome. like, change things and at the last second. <laughs> original plans for films. They're always how interesting. They're always interesting. Knowing Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just show all the bloopers from all our duels. Like, I don't like like us and Nemesis smacking the red camera and just instant sweating. <laughs> or Antoine jumping or, up and down so I can or, have the right lighting. Or me breaking Ryan Weaver's finger. Uh, breaking his finger. That is well, that was in a take. We've got it on video. Wait, <gasps> what? It was during this a take. This is why I will never see Nate versus Ryan because he's not coming back after that. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want to say too much about status Wait, without Ryan's permission. <laughs> so, but was the only way you were able to break his finger because that was one of his clones? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for coming out. Thank you for uh, having this discussion with us. It was uh, fantastic. We all love lightsabers, and I like that we uh, were able to discuss it. Uh, of course, uh, you guys can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, uh, and, you know, like us and comment and subscribe and all those things that people do. Of course, this was Ricky, Nate, Max, Chris, and your host, Antoine Bandelay. Thank you, guys. Peace, love, and may the force be with you. Always. I'm not going to call you Nate, Cow. All right, here you go. Please. Yeah, Closing my weird. closet door. I am completely in this closet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to ah. come out? <laughs> At the end of this podcast. <laughs>